Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today, my dear beautiful people of Houston, my dear beautiful people of Texas, my dear beautiful people of the United States of America and beyond. How is everybody doing today? I trust that you're celebrating a great holiday. Well, folks, coming in from KPFT 90.1 FM Houston, this is Politics Done Right Want everybody to give a great salute to the the one and only Howard Reynolds and Rico in the studio. So Howard is doing his piece and Rico is on the boards. Rico, how are you doing this morning, sir? Doing all right. I'm enjoying the weather. It's not too cold, not too hot. Well, you know, that means that uh, more people are going to be outside. I mean, coming on the road, I expected a lot less traffic than I got, but we got some traffic today. You know, what can I say, Howard? What can I say? How you doing, my brother? You doing good? Good. Well, you know, Howard is a guy who keeps the glue, is a glue that keeps everything stitched together here, folks. That's what Community Radio is all about. Anyway, we got a great show for you today. Title of the show is Pink Slime Journalism Kills Democracy. Let independent media rescue it. That's what you get here at KPFT, independent media. As local newspapers close, they are being taken over by new sites that purport to be local news, but tend to be wards of a political party or corporate interests. We have to remember that. So you know you can go ahead and start looking at news. You go to a website, and when you go to that website, you see something that looks like it's very local, right? And you think, ah, wow, that's what's happening in Houston, but it's not the point of view you're seeing. You're seeing a whole lot of calculated news meant to seem local many a times and now even our local news is are not doing many of what the things that it should be doing but anyhow before i get started i want to remind all of you guys of one important thing this is community radio community radio means that we only owe our allegiance to whom again to you and in owning our allegiance owing our allegiance to you it means that we also have you aligned with us. And how can you do that? Make sure that we continue in existence. We are we are we are supposed to go into a fund drive in sometime in in February, I believe. But I have, before I get started with the program, I'd like to ask a very special favor to all of you. We con we will have con a continuous monthly silent drive, which means Anyone who's listening to my voice, if you go ahead and say, you know what? I like the news that I'm getting. I like the independence of that station. I like the info that I'm getting. I want to make sure I can continue to get that. So I'm going to support these guys. Go to kpft.org, kpft.org, and hit that donate button and give us whatever you can to support us, whether it's a one-time thing, a monthly thing, whatever you can. But I'm done with the pitching. Now, that's the only time you're going to hear me say, please. Well, that's not true. I might probably tell you a couple more times. But please, folks, go to kpft.org and give us a call. With respect to our subject today on local news, etc., give us a call at 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. And hit the number two to get on air immediately. I'd like to hear your voices. Like I tell all our listeners, I can speak forever. I never run out of topics. That's what happens with activists, brothers and sisters. 
we always have something to talk about because there's always something going on. But you know what? One prefers to have the voice of the people call in and say, I want to talk about this because this is your program. Uh, I don't just say that when I talk about politics then right here at KPFT. I actually mean it. This is your program. You can call in. I don't care what persuasion you are. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a liberal. I don't care if you're conservative. I don't care if you're progressive. I don't care if you're an anarchist. I don't care if you're a socialist. I don't care if you're a communist. If you have something to say as being a part of our community, and by community, I don't only mean Houston. I mean our extended community. Please feel free to give us a call. 713-526-5738. Hit the number two and you'll get on air right away. All right, folks, title of the show again, Pink Slime Journalism Kills Democracy. Let independent media rescue it. As local newspapers close, they are being taken over by news sites that purport to be local news, but tend to be wards of a political party or corporate interests. Throughout the country, newspapers and real local news are disappearing. The following map is probative. And of course, you can't see this map over the radio. This is an article that I write for the show. You can find it at politicsandright.com slash newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter. You will see that map of places where there are in counties with zero local papers. And then there are the mass of the country with just one local paper. And then, of course, there's nothing in several places. And you have to ask yourself, why? Well, we're going to go into why and solutions at the end of the, the article that, that I wrote here. But it's important for us to understand that a democracy requires people to have a certain le level of no, a certain level of education, a certain level of saying Ah, I see how things are happening. I see why they happen, etc. And you need an independent source, a source that you can trust that tells you the truth. In other words, you know, we we had the the COVID problem. Everybody was worried, can does masks work or not? You have one news station telling you that masks doesn't work, you have the others telling you that it works, and then you have the independence of science data telling you that it does work, right? But again, if you have a corporate-driven media or a politically-driven media, it doesn't matter what truth is. They just want to have your mind. 713-526-5738. Please don't wait till the end of the, the show to call. Please give us a call like now if you have something to add. 713-526-5738. Continuing with the essay. Interestingly, the places where people are the most ill-informed are where this is occurring. And this endangers our pseudo-representative democracy. And notice what I said, our pseudo-representative democracy. And the reason I don't call us an outright democracy or an outright representative democracy is because the way our political system is set up, numero uno, the president is not chosen by the people, but by something called the Electoral College. So it's not a true democracy in that less people can vote for the president and still win. 
I also call it a pseudo-democracy because the fact that that one a, a, a very small state has two senators and a large state has that same two senators makes it that those small states have a hell of a lot more power proportionally than the large states. And then, there, of course, there is gerrymandering that actually shows that even if a state is 50-50, you can end up with, you know, 70% of your representative representing not the parties that most of the people want. In fact, you can have a population that's not representative. So that's why I call it a pseudo-democracy. If one looks at the places where there is little coverage, it is clear it is the red states with smaller populations that only have either no local paper or one. And in a country where a voter in Wyoming has more per capita power in our democracy, that allows the killing of democracy by controlling the information of a small number of people. After all, how can we call America a democracy when California and Wyoming get the same number of senators? It is less expensive to misinform states with small populations. And that's what this Washington Post article that I found spoke about. The Washington Post article, newspapers are disappearing where democracy needs them most, says it best. And this is how the article starts. Every couple of weeks, you can read about another newspaper shutting its doors or moving from daily to weekly or hollowing out its newsroom until it's little more than a skeleton staff bulked up with J school journalistic school students. Study the map made by Penny Abarnathy, visiting professor at Northwestern University and an expert on dwindling sources of news. And you can see the dead zones. The 200 or so counties with no local paper, about 1,600 other counties have only one. Local news, local news is the oxygen of democracy. The most trusted source for the most essential information, and we've long known why dying newsrooms damage communities. But look at the maps again, and another alarming picture comes into focus. The very places where local news is disappearing are often the same places that wield disproportionately more political power. Take, again, take a look at the senators from Wisconsin, the senators from Nebraska, and you see what we're talking about. Think of a typical voter in South Dakota with, this, with its single congressional district and, of course, two senators for a population of about 895,000 people. Thanks to the Senate's structural bias toward less populated states, that gives each of the nearly 600,000 registered voters in South Dakota about 28 times more power in that body than each of the 17, 17 million voters in Texas. And if you add California to that, it's even worse. Because California has, I think, about 10, 10 million people more than Texas. When it comes to electing presidents, that South Dakota voter carries twice the weight in the Electoral College as their Texas counterpart. You could do the same math for residents of Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, Vermont, or Delaware, all states with similarly enhanced political clout, but finding reliable rural states with dispersed populations 
which are much more likely to lack high-speed internet as well. In contrast, Delaware, three small counties have 13 newspapers. Vermont, 14 counties have 39. Think about that, folks. Political operatives and our oligarchy are not, cite, are not cited by the, sitting by the wayside. They know that most Americans give value to their local news resources. And that is why they are moving into those vacuums to misinform the populations. The Washington Post article, How Pink Slime Journalism Exploits Our Faith in Local News, reveals a most sinister act. And this, this is yet another article. Because it's important for one to see that when we talk about the disappearance of local news, and I, I, I hate that we just say the disappearance of local news. It should be the all-out disappearance of local paper and the disappearance of real local news. If you look at a lot of stations that are not KPFT right now, they're computer rooms. They're operated from one central location to go ahead and start divvying out, um, you know, just throwing things out there as news. You know, they, they may read some blog or whatever, and they try to put things out at news, but it's always some sort of corporate control thing so that we can continue to have your mind. You know, I was covering the Democratic Convention for Politics Done Right and KPFT, not the convention, the, 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 the Democratic speech that we had here. At the, I think it was at TSU University where we covered it. And I ran into, I won't name the stations because, like, again, I don't want to do any kind of disparaging here. But I ran into a crew and they had the camera, they had the, they had the, the, the engineer with the camera, and then they had the host that was doing the show. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that, uh, you know, you were actually with this particular station. And she said, oh, no, we are just freelancers and we just dropped the stories at the station midnight or something like that. And then they go ahead and they play it in the morning. And I said, and what about editorials or whatever? Oh, you know, they just tell us what we want. And then we go ahead and get it. Here the magic. Here the magic. Here, they said. She said, they tell us what they want. The the news reporter and the engineer go get what they say they want, and then put it out there. In other words, it's not just news that is happening. They want to centralize a story. I want to give another example before I continue about why, why it's not only about not having newspapers, but the problem also is news that are controlled by parties, etc., which a lot of our local news is controlled. If you listen to it, I don't, I don't have any, I couldn't give you any data that says, hey, ABC or KHOU or all these stations local in Houston are really controlled by parties. But I can tell you one thing. If you look at the news that come out of some of these guys, it's a valid question to ask. Let me give you a good example. The rumor was, or not just the rumor, but the theory was that everybody in Houston was so taken up with crime. Crime is terrible. The crime rate is going through the roof. And you turn on the news channel and you find somebody got shot or you find somebody got mugged. and it's the crime rate is exploding. And, you know, I am, look, I am somebody who follows data. And I'm looking at the news and realizing that since the pandemic, since the high of the pandemic, 
news, uh, the, the crime rate has been fallen. And that also the crime rate that has been going up is crime rate with guns. And guess what recently happened? We have passed laws in Austin that have thrown a lot more guns onto the streets. If you have more guns on the streets, if more people decide that they're going to carry a gun, when they get upset and road rage comes into the fold, they're going to use those guns because that's just humanity, right? I am so mad and I, that gun I have in my head and this guy screams at me and I just, you know, statistically speaking, I'm going to pull that gun out. And that's the kind of stuff that's been happening in Houston. Easy access to guns. So there are two, two distinct things that the media got wrong, our mainstream media. And I don't think it got wrong because they don't know. I think it got wrong by design. First of all, when they spoke about the crime rate being associated with bail bonds and or judges, they lied to the, uh, they lied to the Houstonians. They lied to Harris County. Our news media did by not telling the entire story about what judges had control over, what they didn't have control over. That was local news misinforming. Uh, we also had, when they talk about the gun rates, they never did the correlation between more guns on the streets and crime being increased by guns, having more guns on the streets. All these caused by policies effected in Austin. And who controls Austin other than our right-wing Republican government? But somehow, the local news station was able to imply, to make it seem as if this, this, the huge amount of Democratic entities in the Harris County were the result of crime. The result of, the result of increased crimes with gun in Austin was a direct relationship to the gun laws passed by Austin controlled by a right-wing Republican government led by, by uh, Abbott and Patrick. And that's the answer. But nobody had the pelotas to go out there and tell you the truth. All right. When we talk about now the, the, the bail bonds and the people being released on bail, they never told you that these judges couldn't come on air and defend themselves because it was uh, because of what the law says. So anybody could lie to you. Again, local news. And some of that local news that was on websites came from you know where? It came from those corporate-driven entities. So continuing with the blog. At first glance, uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Go ahead. Oops. Uh, we just lost that. Give us a call back. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Give us a call if you have something to add to the program or you want to make a comment. You agree, you disagree. doesn't really matter. You'll always get a disagreeing tone here. At first glance, at first glance, uh, I guess I better, I better go back to the top where I started. Um, the 17th century word current, which once meant newspaper, is obsolete, according to Merriam-Webster, except... In the rare case of the title of a periodical paper with the moniker in their masthead got grandfathered because they were founded hundreds of years ago. 
Hearing something called current today, I imagine a time-tested media institution anchored in a specific city or region, such as Connecticut, Hartford's current, which is a decade older than the United States government. At first glance, the mobile current, the site covering my home city of Mobile, Alabama, and this is just somebody talking, Mobile, Alabama, uh, looks like I'm going to get a caller here. I'll take that whenever you can, and then I'll continue. Go ahead, James. Hi. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about the consolidation of media. Yes, go ahead, sir. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with um, all the conservatives um, on the importance of um, free flow of information to a functioning democracy. Yes. Um, I, I've been kind of disappointed by uh, my progressive news sources um, for not paying adequate attention to... Um, all the information that's come out as a result of the, the Twitter files. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it's a clear case of government entities mm-hmm. deciding what can and what can't be talked about in the public forum, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a clear violation of the Constitution. And they, they try to say that you know, we were just making suggestions. Uh, but the FBI paid Twitter over $3 million for complying with those suggestions. Uh, uh, so, yeah. They, they, okay, now I read, I read all of that, right? Um, you have okay. to be careful. And, and I, let, let me tell you, first of all, James, thank you very so kindly for calling in and bringing that up because I need to hear that, that's a story that I didn't want to touch before but since you're talking about it i'm going to touch it it's not a real story per se it's a it's a it's one of those fox news blow up of government intervention on twitter it's not a true story and it's been given legs by a an autocrat called uh elon musk it's not a real story yes it it absolutely is a real story okay go ahead Um, go ahead and tell me why you think it's a real story tell me the, well, let me talk no, no, no. I know I'm going to let you talk, but what I'm going to ask you to do is be specific okay. why you think it's a real story. Give me point A and point B why it is a real story. Okay. Uh, so there's a, a legal term called jawboning. Yes. Right? Um, where, where you use government power uh, and the threat of government uh, crackdown through regulations or whatever. Yes. Um, to strong arm media groups into censoring stories. Yes, I, uh, I, I agree with that. So go ahead. Um, so, if the government comes and tells you you can't talk about local media. Right. Uh, and, literally, I, I don't understand. Why don't you go ahead and tell me how it's not? You see, that's, here's, here's what, James, James, here's my problem with what you're doing right here, right? Um, I, I, I really want to engage you and I really wanted you to tell me not what Fox News is putting out about the, gov- the about the FBI going into the uh, Twitter space. Uh, I wanted you to tell me, as you understand it, point for point, why is it that it's a real story? And here it is that, okay. and with all, with hold one second, with all due respect to you, sir, you were not uh, you were not able to tell me, and that points to me. That tells me exactly what I've been saying. The people have been hearing these notions that 
the FBI and, and, you know, Elon Musk has been putting out data like that to give the impression that somehow the jawboning that you just spoke about was the case. What I'm saying is the following. If if I am a government entity and I have the power of and there is a power of Twitter that can change elections out there. I would tell I have the right and the not only the as a government, I have the responsibility to go to Twitter and say, if you allow your platform to be used to lie to our to the people that owns all of the all our airwaves, the Internet, etc., then we will have to put in controls to ensure that that isn't done. I want my government to be doing that. Continue, sir. Well, it's concerning me that you want that because the the First Amendment was specifically created so the government can't do that. No, that's uh, not what it says at all. Example of how they abuse that power. No, no, no. The government, you uh, cannot okay. go into. Hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead, sir. Hold on, let me go ahead and finish here. Yes, sir. Um, a good example of how they abused that power knowingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I hate to bring it up because I know. Uh, progressive era shut down when they listen Oh, no, to I it. never shut down, sir. I promise you. Okay. So with, with the, the Hunter Biden laptop, yes. right? Yes. The FBI had that in their possession in 2019. Yes. They knew it was legit. They, they knew it was not Russian propaganda. Mm-hmm. Leading up to the election, they went to Twitter, they went to Facebook, and yes. who knows how many other social media and media groups and lied to them, mm-hmm. knowingly lied, and said, this is Russian propaganda, don't spread it. They purposely changed the outcome of an election, or, or affected. It, Biden might have still won. But they purposely affected the outcome of an election by lying and twisting the James, arm of social media companies. James, uh, with all due respect, you're simply 100% wrong, sir. And what you're really spewing there, my dear friend, let me finish. What you're spewing there is propaganda. First of all, I don't give a rat's you know what about the Biden laptop. Biden, I mean, Biden's sons. Let let me finish. Just like I don't give a rat's you know what as far as what Donald Trump's son that's not in government does. I leave that for the criminal justice system. In other words, we have a criminal justice system to handle criminality. That is where Donald Trump's son belongs. That is where Hunter Biden belongs. Now, when it comes to wanting uh, these cases to be a federal case, we have to understand. You guys like to speak about separation of federal. Let me finish. Separation of state, um, separation of powers between states and federal government. There are certain things that the states handle, certain things that the government handles. For what the state should handle, I don't want any involvement. For what the right wing is trying to do with Hunter Biden, uh, you know, if you notice, the left wing hadn't really touched uh, Donald Trump's son with uh, of what he did. We leave that to the criminal justice system, just like you should leave Hunter Biden. Uh, drug use or whatever to the criminal justice system. Well, it, it, the, the drug use uh, and women, I could care less about. It, it's uh, the deals with foreign government entities. But but you're changing the topic. No, I'm not. You're, you are because the government or a government entity purposely quashed a true story. I said the public doesn't get to know this. Again, that if you take it, was story. not a true story, sir. That's what I'm trying to it tell you. The First Amendment says it doesn't matter, and it is a true story. It's been verified by anyone with any right. integrity. Yeah, um, James. 
I tell you what, you made your James, my brother, my brother. It's not an important story, sir. Yeah, you made your point, and let me tell you this, and 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 I want you to call back again. It's just that I have Shannon waiting, and I want her to come in. You made your point, and we are going to disagree on this one. In other words, you think that the government should not get involved with Twitter when Twitter lies to people because you think the First Amendment. It wasn't lying. It wasn't lying. We will see that. It was telling the truth, like the New York Post was telling. Sir, who told you that was telling the truth, sir? Who told you that was telling the truth, sir? Who told you it was the truth, sir? Look, I can't do your fact checking for you. Everyone, CBS, NBC, everyone has acknowledged that everything on that is true. I am not disputing the laptop. I, I am not disputing the laptop. I'm disputing how. The information from the laptop was attempted to be used by Twitter, by folks on Twitter, etc. It was using the same right-wing methodology. And that is something that I tell progressives and every independent media not to fall for the what you the right-wing does. You're not a progressive, my friend. Huh? What's that? You're not a progressive. You're a, you're a, a Democrat flag waver. No, actually, I'm not a Democrat. I am a, I'm a progressive. But anyway, I got to let you go, James, for only one reason. I got to let you go. But thank you for calling. And keep calling. Keep listening as well. Shannon, come on in. Hello. Well, I was going to talk about the gun stuff, but then that started becoming an interesting conversation. Um, but what I read about the back to the the release of the criminals and yes. yada, 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 the guns. Uh, you can talk about either one, of, both of them, if you want. So okay. go ahead with whichever one you want okay. first. So that one. Um, from what I saw, I mean, I get, I get a little nervous when you're saying like the local media has lied to you. Like They have. I think that what local media, I didn't hear that story, but what I read in local media uh, print, because I don't listen to a lot of it, but I read it, mm-hmm. um, was that a lot of the judges from COVID, mm-hmm. during COVID time, they got backlogged with all of their cases. True. So their cases were so, so backlogged that um, it slowed everything down. And now that things are going back again, they're Mm -hmm. kind of used to working from home and they're not, I mean, like everybody is not, they're not like just pounding through the cases. Like, you know, people aren't working the same anymore. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like, I think a laziness that's starting to like, Uh... you know, that has happened. And I don't think the judges are getting to stuff. And um, I know a couple of cops, and their issue is that they're risking their lives trying to catch these criminals. And the DA is the one who's making the decision on what charges they're going to be charged with. True. Now, do you want my response to that with the judge? Let, let, me, yes. let me tell you about the judges first. Uh, it, it's, it's patently not true that these guys are lazy. It's patently not true that these guys uh, are, are doing anything other than going through what Austin has, you know, the laws that Austin has written. And let me just tell you, I personally know several of these judges. And the fact that they cannot come out there and talk and defend themselves is uh, drove me crazy. At the time I was in, at the time this stuff broke, I was in D.C. with my daughter uh, taking care of her. She had had a stroke and I was calling these judges up one at a time. Why the hell don't you get out there and defend yourself? I know what you do. And I even brought one one prospect into the studio here when I got back to really go out there and defend yourself because it is a it is a bona fide misinformation that somehow these guys are just that they just love the idea 
of getting criminals off. Nobody wants criminals. Nobody wants to release criminals. I mean, neither Democrat, Republican, or otherwise. All of us want safety. And to, to try to, and that's why I talk about the way we put out local news. Look, let's fight on real, I'm not talking about you now. <laughs> I'm talking about right. news. I, I, let's go on real issues. These judges work their butts off. When it comes to the police officers, I have a bias, I can tell you right now, being a, being a, a black male, uh, Latino, black Caribbean, that's who I am. I do have a bias with police officers because how I have been treated in the past and how I see them react. So I usually don't take the words of police officers at face value. I, I notice I told you my bias right up front. Okay. Now that said, that said, um, I, I take it with a grain of salt when you have some officers come and say, well, you know, it's the DA that, that sets the, 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 uh, what, what they're going to charge with. A DA charges one with what they are able to charge one with and get a conviction. And they it, can make the decision. They can make the decision. Yes, they and can. And I know my, I have my, my niece is a cop. Yes. And she is, she's not exaggerating. She's not making this up. And she, you know, she, the, 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 the hard part is, mm-hmm. is, um, putting her life on the line to catch these criminals. And then they are, they are released. Like if you, uh, on active self-protection, which mm-hmm. is like a, a lot of cops watch this show to learn the laws in right. different states. Houston is, they, they joke because there are so many videos that come out of Houston. They call the, the they call Houston the, the, uh, Brazil de Norte. Yeah. Okay. So, it, it, it's like there's a there's got to be some underlying reason why is Houston have so much violent gun crime? Why just and let me know, can Houston. I can I ask you to hold right there because you just uh, I'm you gave me the open door. First of all, um, Houston, if you take a look and and I look at the stats, okay. If you take a look at Houston stats, Houston stats not any different than any you know. I mean, it's it's not like let's say. Nor, uh, let's say Oklahoma City or or Tulsa, they they run rings around the crime rate in Houston, and these are states that are controlled by people who are uh, supposedly law and order. The, the more law and order type, they like to convince themselves that they are. Uh, I have to disagree with that because if you watch Active Self Protection, it is it's like every time you watch a video, it's like oh, and guess who it is again? It's Houston. Oh no 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 no! But- I, I know, you know, and again, that you're right. You're right about that, Shannon. And you know why? The cities that you're going to see are the cities with media markets. That's where you see media markets. But I'm telling you, uh, the FBI keeps the stats of all crimes. Every every time you go into the system, all right? In other words, uh, once, and, and that's where I always talk about the FBI system is screwed up. Because what happens is for it to be recorded, it has to be in the system. So if you take a look no, at it. No, these people send videos in from all over the world. There's I, videos that come no, in no, from I, Peru. No, no, I understand that. No, I don't think you do. They come, they're coming in from all over the United States. They're coming in from Mexico. They come in from Central America. Right. People post these up. They, their, their teams, they get videos sent to them. And they send videos where cops have done fantastic things like you know you know like good police work right and they're trying to promote good police work I, and i've been to show I, people how you be a good cop. I, I think you're but misunderstanding me shannon videos. it's not about 
who where the markets are. Shannon. Random videos of real life that people send in. But Shannon, I'm telling you, I believe you. I believe what you're saying, Shannon. Shannon, I believe you. You don't have to expand anymore. I believe you. But what I'm trying to tell you is, I am as an engineer. I only believe in data, right? I uh, when you talk about people sending in videos, right? And that's do you agree that when somebody sends in video, that's empirical data, right? So. Now, so what I'm saying is the following. If we want documented data, we have to have all the data that if, if, we're, if we're going into the criminal justice system, we go with all the data that's inside of the criminal justice system. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. And if you go with all the data within the criminal justice system, then after you analyze all the data from Houston, Oklahoma, New York, California, and all these other places, then you can see where crime rate is higher or not. Wouldn't that be a reliable source? Yes. Are you saying you have access and to the FBI I'm file? saying yes. Actually, I'm saying yes, you have access to the FBI files yourself. So you can look it up as well. So what I'm saying is I've looked that up. And the cities that have the most crime, in fact, are these cities that claim to be law and order run by the GOP. And I'm not, I'm not even, and that isn't even a, a party, I mean, a, a partisan statement. It's I just have, a statement of fact. I agree with you, but I think you're putting so much. Uh, I, I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. I know, I know. You sounded, I know, I know that. I, I, you sounded pretty <laughs> down the middle to me. Like, I, I understand that. I do know that that is a contributing factor. Mm -hmm. But the way you're framing it sounds like it's all that. And there are multiple reasons and multiple issues. And the fact that. Can I we talk to you about multiple issues? Because you're right. You're absolutely right. I want to make sure. And, and Colby, I'm coming to you after Shannon. First of all, um, I love that you said that because when I'm talking to people and I have people that are analytic, it, it gets to me like you're analytic. So you understand this. It is caused by multi all our crime rate is caused by multiple issues. It turns out that all those issues that cause crime, having more access to gun. Having uh, having least more less laws against guns, having uh, don't not having a sufficiently apt educational system, not given uh, an unethical president, an uh, ex-president. Uh, ex uh, yeah, there are a whole lot of things, right, uh, right, Shannon. So what I'm saying is, I I picked up on guns because I was very upset at this election that we didn't do our job in exposing what the real problems were. I think the outcomes would have been a lot different if we were able to assign blame generally where blame really belongs. And I don't think we do that. I think at Politics Done Right, I am, look, I'm a, look, I'm a lefty. I'm, I admit it straight up. But I believe in honesty. And, tr and the reason I'm a lefty, I think, is I believe that these are the policies that will help more people than not. That's all. So, um, uh, look, I don't think you and I have any disagreement whatsoever. Uh, I think what we have is looking at data sometimes and saying, ha, let's go ahead and put some interpretation on that. Anything else you want to add, my dear friend? No, that's good. I just, I think you need to be careful when you're saying the, the uh, you know, pressing this point uh, several times that the local news is lying to you because people have, have come to under or, or come to believe that all of our government institutions are lying to them. You can't trust anyone because of Trump and all of the true. And you agree with that, right? You know, they're yes. So um, local news is one of the last bastions, and unfortunately, they're failing. At least get real information, and so um, 
saying, repeating that several times on the show. I guess that's where I, you know. So let me ask I, you, let me ask you, uh, before I go to Colby, then I'm going to ask you a favor. What should I say? I, I gave the examples as far as how they, misin- they misinform. How should I say that, please? I don't know. I guess like saying like, the local news has lied to you. I mean, it's just like, it's just like, it's just so, re- it's just like a reminiscent of, you know, it just feels like frumpy into me. I, I, okay. Like, I, so I ask I'm you again, what should I, I say? Because it's like, be cautious. Like, hey, they, they're not doing the full story. Okay. You know, All right. The media station and, and ask them why, why they aren't doing the full story. I can story. live with that. I can live with that, Shannon. Okay. I can live okay. with that. Thank you okay. so kindly for your call, my dear friend. Please let's keep listening and call. All right, Colby, come on in. Hey, Egberto. Good to see you again. How are you doing, my brother? You again? Doing all right. Uh, I, I didn't really hear Shannon's end of that conversation, so I'm just, I really wanted to call about the uh, gentleman who's talking about uh, the, the, Biden, Biden the Biden laptop. Go ahead, sir. Uh, yeah, so uh, while I do personally believe that there is a shred of truth to the Biden laptop story, mm-hmm. I'm sure there is a bad Biden laptop, and I've seen, you know, his pictures and stuff. Right. I'm sure it's at some point in his career, uh, he received some money from foreign governments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it, you know, that's an opportunity. He took it. Right. Uh, but um, I do also believe that the laptop story is 110% projection. Yes. Of course uh, it is. It's, it's a distraction. You know, these people talk about, okay, I'm not sure what the number is. Let's just say 4 million. Let's say. Uh, Hunter Biden received $4 million from foreign governments into his company. Um, Jared Kushner, son-in-law, who actually was part of the Trump administration, got a billion, received two, two billion, billion. Yeah, true. From Saudi Arabia. And this is after his father-in-law, Trump, helped them kind of cover up a murder of a journalist. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, you know the difference between... A billion and a million is about a billion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had to say about that. Well, look, thank you, Colby. But Colby, I want, let me just add to that, right? Notice that I told the caller, you know, I respect the caller, that I wasn't covering that subject because that subject isn't real. All right? And I said there are certain things that need to be left into the criminal justice system. And I will leave them into the criminal justice system. If he created a crime or whatever, let it stand in. If, it, if it's a federal crime, let the FBI handle it. If it's a state crime, let the state government handle it. It's that simple, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, Colby. And, uh, I just wanted to add one more thing. Yes, sir. I'm pretty sure uh, next year when Republicans take over the House, yes. all of a sudden they're not going to care about the laptop. Anymore. There you go. Hey, there you go. We'll watch it because what, what it's going to bring up is they are, the, the, the Democrats are starting to seem to learn how to play the game. In other words, they can use any anytime Republicans come up with a hearing, they can use that hearing to further dis, to, to further put some more truths out there when when it's their time to talk. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, thank you so kindly for calling, Colby. All right, let's go to Pamela. Good afternoon, Egberto. How are you? All right. How are you doing, Pamela? Uh, pretty good. Getting over uh, COVID still. I've had it twice. I've got long COVID, but I'll, hopefully the doctors will come up with some answers. Well, I, anyway, I, I, I want hope to ask you get you, better. Go ahead, ma'am. Thank you. I, I uh, was definitely voting for for uh, for uh, for our, our Democratic 
oh gosh, excuse me, I have brain fog too. That's all right. But but uh, anyway, how do what do we do? I know organizing is 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 the big word, but what do we do? Is just the average retired person. What do we do to help turn Texas blue? Let me let me first t- tell you. Um, I, I like to say turn Texas progressive because that uh, these are the policies yeah, that we yeah I'm, I'm with you yeah I'm I, with you yeah and these are the policies we need to make sure people have health care to make people sure they have education and let me tell you no despair but let me tell you what after what happened in uh, with our national races with Abbott and and Patrick Beaton um, Beaton uh, uh, Beto and my good friend uh, Collier. Uh, I can tell you that the the National Democratic Party has will, will probably completely abandon Texas, which means Texas is going to be going forth on their own. And I believe it or not, I think that's a good thing. And let me explain why. We uh, here in Texas, the reason why uh, we, in my humble opinion, are, are you there? Oh, yes. I guess. I guess you must have your phone against your, your your cheek or something, but anyhow. Yeah, I've got I'm I moved it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So so my 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 thought is as followed, right? And this is not a short term thought; it's a long term thought. I uh, interviewed some guys in Liberty County. Liberty County is a very red county that continues to vote against their own interests. But the party there decided that they are going to finally not just do the numbers and say a Democrat lives here and a Democrat lives there and a Democrat lives there. And we are going to just try to get all Democrats to go out to vote. I mean, if all Democrats in Texas voted, Texas would be a blue state. But I don't even want that. I want people to vote their interests. And how do we do this? We have to engage with those people who don't necessarily think they want to engage with us. In other words, let me give an example. Let's I don't remember if it's Yoakum, but I'm going to use it's the state that's town Yoakum as an example. Yoakum mm-hmm. has lost its only hospital. It may not be Yoakum, it may be somewhere else. It has lost its own hospital. It's, it's, it's hospital. It lost that hospital because Greg Abbott and Dan Patrick, because of their ideological sternness, refused to accept something called the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, I remember. Okay. I'm still ticked off at him about that. Right. That and because in, of that. Inhuman. Right. Now, Texas, Houston has a lot of hospitals that even if you don't have that, if you go into an emergency room sick, you can get care. But if you live in Yoakum, Texas, if you have some sort of an emergency, you're in a little town that has nothing left. And the person who hurt you was Governor Abbott and Dan Patrick. But those people don't know that because my subject today was local news gone, right? And folks, if you want, yeah. I, I, since I'm talking to a lot of people on air, please go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter to finish reading the article that I wrote on local news, um, on local papers going away, etc. But here's what happens. And those people don't know because remember, the subject today is local news. There is no local news in Yoakum to tell them that the reason they don't have that hospital is because the current governor that you guys elect all of the times, the current lieutenant governor, refuses to accept money that's already there for you that Texans are already paying for to give you health care. But right, you go without back, and you die. He sends it back. Yeah. Uh, then the other thing is like for the farmers, do you know that 
the reason you're paying the price for your fertilizer, which is, is based on petroleum, is because of mm-hmm. regulations, etc. So there is so much that we have that we can sit down around a, co- a cup of coffee and not hammer it into our Republican brothers and sisters, but just have a conversation. And they're not going to leave that conversation agreeing with you. But you know what you would have done, Pamela? You would have planted a seed. I've talked to a few that are really right-wing fanatics. Right. They don't talk about what they need to do to govern. They don't talk. No, they'll talk about Hunter Biden's laptop and all this BS, but they have nothing really, anything good to say. You know, it's like the ones I've spoken to. Mm -hmm. They're generations of believing in this stuff. Right. But I, I you know, the religion, everything that goes with it, it, it's just, I can understand why they call them right wing. Yeah. But I, I just don't, you can't, you can't even speak with them because they're like brainwashed. Let me tell you what, how brainwashed people work though, because let me, let me tell uh-huh. you what, what happened to me at, uh, I don't know if you heard me tell this story before, but as in a Starbucks where I, you know, I write my books and my blogs and everything in Starbucks mm-hmm. and, um, this woman comes in there and she says, God, I see you in here all of the time. What do you do? And then I started talking to her and then she started talking about healthcare. I mean, about her insurance company and all of that and having problems with her insurance company to get advantage right <laughs> so she starts telling me uh, uh i start asking her what she would like and how would she change it and etc cetera, etc cetera. and i get yes i gave her sometimes some leading questions but it turns out that everything she wanted in healthcare was what we would call healthcare for all or medicare for all that's what she wanted but because right. she is a, a right-wing Republican in, in Kingwood, Texas, she didn't, she didn't conceive that that's what she wanted. And I started to feel guilty. And I looked at her and I said, ma'am, I just want to let you know that I am, um, I'm a left-wing progressive kind of guy. And she looked at me wide-eyed and turned completely red. And she said, but you're so nice. And I said, ma'am, you need to go have some dinner with with uh, the liberal ladies who lunch. You know, there's a group in King called Liberal Ladies Who Lunch, I said. And you'll see that we're all nice people. We're all looking for the same thing. The thing about it is, honestly, they think you have horns. They think that progressive are uh, walking around with horns and that they're killing babies and they hate all. They don't realize that, you know, and and that's how they were programmed. That's what Fox right. News Right, and you're going to gonna steal their money when right. it's the Republicans that are stealing their money. Right, and the Trump thing about it... Tax breaks to the very rich, 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 right. and still, and he still got cult followers. Right, and and what I do, like I said, is I let them answer the questions themselves. Every now and then, right. somebody would catch themselves answering it the, the the way that they know that I would have wanted, <laughs> and they say, "Oh God, I got caught." And you know, so so again, we have to work in Texas in in that way going forward. We have to work. You know, when we say organize, 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 we have to not only mm-hmm. organize in Harris County or Travis County or Beer County or Dallas County mm-hmm. or Tarrant County. We have to uh, organize in Brenham County and San Antonio. We have to organize in these places that we normally don't go to. And that is the biggest problem why I think personally too much, we've had too much failure with the party in 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 uh, in Texas and that. You have to give. I know, I know it irks you to have a a right winger who simply does not seem to get it. But a lot of it is because of our lack of engagement with these folks. And I know you're. I know. I I think we have to. We are the ones who want to 
get the real change. They're willing to, many of them think that the way things are now, it's the only way things can be. And we know better. So we- I actually heard a Republican, it was on 88.7, uh, I forget what show he was on in the evening, but he admitted that, that the smarter people are in the Democratic Party. Yeah. I mean, look. Or progressives. He right, admitted it. Right. But because he's with a corporation, you know, he's into taxes, saving taxes right. and all this banana stuff. It, it, it is funny because Donald Trump pretty much insulted his, his following by saying, and, and we have it on tape, I love mm-hmm. stupid people. And I'm not calling anybody oh, sure stupid. I am not calling anybody stupid. But I'm saying that is what Donald Trump said on tape. You know, mm-hmm. and you sit down there and you're like, oh, my God, how dare you tell people that? And then the next thing you know, there's a meme that comes out with people that he said that to or willing. To- <laughs> it's just so funny. But He's a very desperate guy. Right. But- I wouldn't even call him a man. He's right. a very desperate guy because of all the crap he's still doing out on the streets talking and saying all the stuff he's saying. But you know, I- he, he has no life. Right. I have because hope. He needs- because he needs money. Yes. I have hope. And I believe more in the American people. Like I said, uh, when I decided to do this stuff 100%, in other words, dedicate mm-hmm. my life to this, I figured everybody, just about, every, every, you can speak to just about everybody, Pamela. And it doesn't matter that they listen to you the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth time, but eventually they'll listen to you. Yeah, I'm, I've talked to a few. They're older, even yeah. older than me, and, I, and I'm a there senior. You, there you but, go. But, you know, he... he uh, He's got these people really, I, I don't know, I guess they're just poor people that were disgusted and fed up. And so well, it was kind of like grabbing at straw, you right. know, he was there. The other thing that they do a lot of times is to give people a false belief that they can be uh, what they are when they are the ones who control whether they are going to open the door for you or not. And they don't tell you that. But anyway, Pamela, muchísimas gracias. Thank you so kindly okay. for giving us a call. And you have the wonderful rest of your day, okay? And happy holidays. Thank you. All right. All right, folks. Uh, 713-526-5738. Look, I didn't get a chance because I, I really wanted to engage fully all of those callers because those were prison issues. Uh, so please go to politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter and you can read every newsletter for every show that I do and uh, you can read it to completion. But let me just give a synopsis. I'm going to read the last uh, paragraph, last few paragraphs of the essay, because this is how the change, I think we can make the difference. It goes as follows. The above is the Powell memo in action. Our oligarchy and the right wing deceptively put their tentacles into every aspect of our lives. They use local news and other methods to fool low information citizens or people with little time to research and verify. The news model must change. And it does and and it does not have to be bad. After all, journalism of the past was very patriarchal, where a few controlled the orderly dissemination of news for our consumption. So we had the point of view they considered objective and trustworthy. While not perfect, at least they tried to be fair within the boundaries of the in, of the country's indoctrination. A self-police crowdsourced independent media funded by the support of millions of readers with voluntary contributions and support is the answer. It ensures that a party, the oligarchy, plutocracy, or the rich does not own or control the news. We view 
paying monthly for cable or telephone services as essential justifiably. Democracy requires truth. Independent media journalists must make the case that the news, opinion, and analysis they provide are essential to ensure its survival and deserving of support from those who can afford to support it. So folks, please remember, support programs like we have, telling the truth, making sure that independent media survives. Welcome aboard, Lee Grant. Welcome aboard, uh, Taylor Inc., uh, Tay-Tay Inc. Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. Thank you guys for being on the chat. Sorry I didn't get to you a bit earlier. Anyway, we're getting close to the end of the program. My name is Egberto Willis, and this is Politics Done Right. I am out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.